0: Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen wa sallallahu wa sallam wa baraka alaqata min nabiyyin ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in Dear brothers, as-salamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh Continuing, we have already started discussing this book of Tawheed the book of monotheism and we said repeatedly that Tawheed it's not a general case we can do at any time. A case that we are allowed to discuss it whenever we want. It is not the case that it is not having the priority. It's vice versa. How do we know? Who decided that? It is the way of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa and his brothers of Nabiyi. that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala every time and every messenger he sends to a nation first thing they do by the order of Allah tabarak wa ta'ala is to call them for monotheism. listen to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and his holy book saying وَمَا أَرْسَلْنَا مِنْ قَبْلِكَ مِنْ رَسُولٍ إِلَّا نُوحِي إِلَيْهِ أَنَّهُ لَا إِلَهَ إِلَّا أَنَ فَعْبُدُهُ first of all and as we believe that Muhammad sallam is the best of them all. And he sallam if you read his life story, his seerah, you'll find that he sallam spent 10 complete years. Among the 23 years, he made dawah. 10 of them. He was calling nothing but la ilaha illallah, manifest. Nothing else. He was not asked to call for salah or for zakah, or for hajj, or for soom, or for anything else. In fact, some sahaba died during these 10 years, and they never made any salah, or soom, or hajj, or zakah. But they died, and they are inshallah in Jannah. And even though, if we say it now, if someone, if some kafir, Christian, or Jew, or Hindu, or Sikh, or whoever. He is. He comes and says, I want to come to Islam. I want to accept Islam. And we shouldn't say, Ashadu Allah ila illallah. Ashadu Anna Muhammad Rasulallah. That's the first thing we do. Do we stop him with salah? Do we stop with fast Ramadan? Do we stop him with the Hajj? No. First of all, say Ashadu Allah ila Allah Anna Muhammad Allah. And as soon as he says this, he is a Muslim. Suppose that he dies after he says it. He dies as a Muslim and he is inshallah going to Jannah. And that happens. Practically, one Sri Lankan guy, he came to one of the colleagues and guidance offices in Rauda, East of Riyadh. He came after Al Asr, and he came to Rida'iyah, and he explained to him Islam in Tamil or Sinhali, I don't know which language he was speaking, however. And he accepted Islam. And he left the office before Al Maghrib about 30 minutes. All of that was only after Al-Aqr, by the way. So he left the office without doing any salah. Of course, he was not passing Ramadan and he was not paying zakah and he did not go to Hajj. He just accepted Islam. And he left the office and he had an accident and then he died. Just beside the office. We believe that he is a Muslim and he is inshallah to Jannah. It's the case of Tawheed. But just imagine now that a kafir comes and say, I want to accept Islam. Okay, go for salah first of all. And pay zakah, and hajj, and so on. And then, later on, you can say, Ashhadu Allah ilaha illallah. Is that possible? Of course not. First of all, we must say, Ashadu Allah ilaha illallah, wa Ashadu Anna Muhammad rasulullah He say, should say it, not only by the tongue, but also he should understand it by his heart, believing in it, and he also must act upon it. This is the key. So when we say Tawheed and Kitabu Tawheed, we mean that we want to see what Muhammad sallallahu wanted us to do. What Allah sallallahu wa told Muhammad sallallahu to do. And that's why we take Kisab it, al is only Qala Allah, Qala Ayat, a hadith only. No talking in here. It's only Qala Allah, Qala See this chapter we have tonight. Which is a case of Vow. Or Nadr in Arabic. Vowing means Someone says, if Allah gives me such and such in the future, I will do such and such. It's close to swearing, but it's not swearing, by the way. And an example. Someone, he, his, his son is giving him a headache in school. Okay? So he says, if Allah helps my son to pass the exam, I'll flutter one cow for the poor. That's a vow. That's a vow. Right? So, we come to... The judgment of the vow, but, although this is part of fixed side, but still we'll talk about it, inshallah. But let's talk about first the side, the, the monism or tawhid side of it. So vowing now is a worshipping. That's why we say it's apologism to vow by someone else, other than Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This is the chapter in here. How do we know it's a apologism? Among these two ayahs and the hadith we have. The ayah is, yufuna bin nadr. Yani, those who vow the good mu'mins they fulfill their vows. So he praised these people who fulfill their vows. And he, subhanahu wa ta'ala, will not praise people unless they are doing ibadah in this case. As we'll see, as another ayah which is mentioned, not mentioned in here, inshallah will come to it in a poem. The other second ayah we have in here, Allah knows it. Whatever charity you give for Allah subhanahu wa sake, whatever vow you do and you fulfill with Allah knows it. And Allah knows these things which is also Ibadah. So that's why we say it is part of Ibadah and Allah praise the people who fulfil it. There is another ayah which is also clearer than that, which is not mentioned by the author, and the author, of course, he is not going to bring all the ayahs and the hadiths in the same case, he brings two, three ayahs, one, two, three hadith, that's all. It's enough for a Muslim to just have these as good evidences on his hands when he talks about this case and when he believes in it. And we said, as we said before, the best way to be a true mu'min, true believer, the best way to call people to Allah tabaraka wa ta'ala and to, to his deen, the deen of Islam, the of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, is to call them by what Allah said and what Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said. If you call them by such and such sheikh, the words of such and such sheikh, even if you call them, if you call them by Hanbali, Imam Ahmad ibn Hanbal, one of the four major imams, he will say, oh, sorry, wait, 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 don't talk to me about Ahmad bin Hanbal, I'm Hanafi. If you tell him, Shafi, he said, you I am Maliki, don't talk to me about Shavi. Ishari. And Shabi Shabi is deen divers than Shavi Malik D or Hanavi uh Hanabi uh Deen divertan Ahmed Muhammad Deen? Ishari. So it's this way now among our Muslims now right, you we have a lot of mixing, a lot of and misunderstanding of the deal of Islam because of having brothers among the madhat we should call people with Allah, Allah Rasulullah Rusala. But we have to be careful. Here we are not underestimating the Imams. No, we believe that these are four major Imams of Ummah Al-Islam. Abu Hanifa, rahimahullah, al shafi'i, and ahmed, malik, all of these four Imams, we love them, we respect them, we think that they have done their best to explain Islam to people. But we still believe that our true Imams is Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam So what if my imam? I'm a Hanbali, as they say, okay? If my Imam Ahmad hambal says something, and I found, I find another hadith, which is contradicting what Imam Ahmad ibn hambal says, I will leave Ahmad Ibn hambal aside, I will take what Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said. And that's where we can gather our Muslim brothers together. But if we are keeping like before, fighting this is Hanbali, this is Shafi'i, ya, malki, and so on, we will be separated easily. We will have fight In the seventh century of Hijrah, in Baghdad, there were a lot of fighting between Hanbalis and Maliki, or Shafi'i. So many fights. Subhanallah. That like they are not Muslims. That's why they say, okay, wait, some, some of these strange ulama, I'm sorry to say this, but... They say, when... Isa bin Maryam comes down to earth again, is he going to be Hanbali, or Shafi'i, or Maliki? What kind of curse is this? Sometimes they say, okay, the people of Jannah, are they Shafi'i? Or Hanbali? Or Maliki? Or, 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 or. What kind of questions are these? really strange questions. They are Muslims. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala His holy book told us. هو سمّاكم المسلمين من قبل Again to say, again to remind. Some people misunderstand this, what I say here. I'm saying that that is not underestimating those fantastic imams. No. But we have to put priorities First of all, Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, after Quran, wa ta'ala. These imams only trying to explain to us what is Quran and what is Sunnah, that's all. And also we have to put in mind that Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, although he's a human being, but he does not make mistakes in Islam. While Abu Hanifa, Shah, Imam, Ahmed, all of them, they are human beings and they make mistakes. So we take the one who does not make mistakes, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Right, back to our case. In this hadith, حدي- in this chapter, Shaykh Rahimahullah, is putting the case of bowing or nadr as in Arabic as a part of ibadah among these two ayahs and the hadith. Let's see the hadith. Hadith is in the Bukhari, of course, and it is narrated by Aisha, عنها, our mother. And you know that Aisha is the beloved wife of Muhammad, and she died in the year of 57 or 58 or 59 Hijriya. The ulama who we're not so sure about that. So she lived after Muhammad a long time, and she was one of the most people who have narrated hadith of Muhammad, especially the house hadith, the inside house hadith. And yani he thinks that Abu Hurayrah, although he's the the most who have narrated the hadith of Muhammad and the other Sahaba narrated a lot of hadith. Aisha, the first, عنه, because she is narrating the hadith of the houses of Muhammad What's inside the house. And we need that, of course, because we are taking him as our ideal example. How are we going to deal with our wives the way that Muhammad deals with Aisha and the other mothers of the So Aisha, she said that Rasulullah said, whoever vows to obey Allah. Must fulfill with that. Whoever vows to disobey Allah should not, must not fulfill with that vow. Give yeah, me an example. A person who vowed to say, if my son passes the exam, I'll flatter a cow for the poor. For the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, but a charity for the poor. Is this to obey or to disobey Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? To obey then he should do it. He must do it. this hadith. If someone says, if my son passes the exam, I'll break down the car of my neighbor. Is this obeying Allah or disobeying Allah? This is haram. So he's not supposed to do it. So even if even his son passes the exam, still he's not supposed to do it, because this is breaking someone's money. Or he says, if my son passes the exam, I'll steal some money from my company. Is this possible? This is a vow by the way, it is a vow. But it is wrong vow. And haram vow and he is not supposed to fulfill with this vow. What he's going to do, we'll talk about this, we'll talk about the effect side of this case. Now, the case of fulfilling with this vow, make us look to the vow, in three types. Or make the vow or another as three types. First type is the vow to obey Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. As we said about slaughtering a cow for the poor. Then this should be fulfilled. Should be fulfilled. Second type is to a vow to disobey Allah. If my son bachelor's exam, I will steal money from my company is an example. This is a Muslim should not really fulfill with this. Like so what is he going to do with it? It is a vow, and he must do something about it. Yes, he must do kaffara. A kaffara here means that he has to do one well of three things: is not available now, or tamu, or sorry, or Give charity for three poor people or fast in three days if he cannot. And that's in sequence. It's means that to find a slave, buy him and free him. Now we cannot find a slave. That was in time of and before there was a slave and that was the kafara of vow. And also for yameen, swearing. Okay? So we go to the second step, which is to buy food or clothes for 10 poor people, 10 poor people. And whether you buy food and bring these thin food, uh, poor people and give them the food, or you segregate it to the poor, or even buy clothes and give it to these poor people. That is what you do when a person says about or a swearing and he does not fulfill with it. The last one is to or the last time to vow to someone other than Allah. Back to our example of the son who is passing the classes, oh I'm sorry, the, the exam. If someone says, if someone says, if my son passes the exam, I will pay some money to such and such grade. Or khalandar Baba. Ah, qurban. yani qurba. Ah, this is the problem. This is the problem. Is it? Is he supposed to fulfill it? Of course not. First of all, he is supposed to do is to come back to Islam and say, "Ashhadu an la ilaha Rasulullah." Because he has already left Islam. Yes, it's not so easy. We are not supposed to make these things are so easy to people, especially, especially we see them around people are they are doing this. Go and see people around. When he says his son is sick, what, is, he, do, what is he does, he goes to the grave and so he pays some money for the grave. Was this for people? For poor people, even if for poor people is not allowed, even though because of the case of the grave. But he's saying this to make light in the grave, to make more uh, perfumes and things. That to the, ah, that is totally politics. Because this is a Qurban. Hurba to someone who is dead already because he thinks that he's going to help him out to make his son pass the exam. So never, since it is ibadah worshipping, then it is not allowed to be done to anybody else except to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. These are the three cases. What is the situation of the vow itself? يعني, does Allah like it? No. There's a clear hadith. Of Muhammad That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and he subhanahu does not like. Do not like the vow. He said subhanahu wa ta'ala. Inna la wa min al will not bring us anything to if we say, if my son passes the exam, Next week or after one month, I'll do such and such. Is that going to make Allah make my fantastic like exam? Of course not. In fact, if he thinks that we will force Allah to do this, then is a kafir, He He's out of Islam. So actually, it's, it's dangerous because some, some, some intentions in here are maybe making the per- person is really in big trouble. Is he trying to make a deal with Allah? Astaghfirullah, this is a big case. So in this case, a Muslim should not really do it Abandon the hadith of Muhammad al-San. That's why some scholars of Islam say making a vow is haram. And some of them say no, it's only macroe, it's dislike, only. Both cases are not, like, not like by Allah and Muhammad does not like. إِنَّهُ لَا يَأْتِي بِخَيْرِ It will not bring you anything else. It will not bring you any good things. وَإِنَّمَا بِهِ مِنَ Only to take money from the greedy people. That's the meaning of Hadith Muhammad sallallahu الله عليه وسلم. Vow is only bringing out money from the greedy people, to people, they will have to pay money because of this vow. Otherwise, it will not do anything, it will not change the qadr of Allah. If my son is not going to pass the exam, even if I do another, they will, he will not pass the exam. Whether I do make another or I do not make it, whether I vow or not vow, both cases are not going to be the same. If the qadr of Allah decided already that this son will not pass his exam, not pass exam, he won't pass exam. Whether I make vow or I don't. So this not, will not change the Qadr. What will change the Qadr? Dua. Dua. Clear upon the hadith of Muhammad وسلم, that the Qadr and Dua are scrambling between earth and sky. Qadr is coming and Dua is pushing it. And all because of the Qadr of Allah. Who made somebody says, okay, you will mean that Allah changed his mind, that's Allah This is kufr. But actually Allah have already decided both your dua and the qadr the tragedy which is coming, and your dua, all, both of them are already made by Allah So Allah knew that you go you, this person going to have a tragedy or he's going to have a tragedy in the future, but he going to make dua and this dua will push this tragedy away. Both well, of been known by Allah, wa Ta'ala, and He already decided that this will happen. So, nothing happened in this earth or this universe except if Allah wants. That's why someone came to ask, although it's not the case of Qadr, but somebody came and asked one of the scholars of Islam, Sunni color. He said, Does Allah decide bad things to human or to the other? So, He answered him with another question. He said, is it possible that anything happens in the, the, the kingdom of Allah that he does not like? That's impossible. Is it possible that anything in this kingdom of Allah will happen although he does not want it to happen? He said no. It is not. Whatever happening in this kingdom of Allah, this universe, is happening because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants it. Whether he likes it or he doesn't like it, subhanahu wa ta'ala, he wants to it to happen. Because what's happening to human being in this universe or the whole, the whole universe whether Allah likes it, or He doesn't like it, it will happen, because Allah wants to, this to happen. He likes us to be mu'min. He likes Abu Bakr to be mu'min, and that happened. He likes Abu Jahar to be mu'min, but that does happen. Put this in mind. He wants it and he liked that Abu Bakr become a mu'min when he to Muhammad Did that happen? Yes. He subhanahu wa ta'ala likes Abu Jahar to be a mu'min. Did that happen? No. Okay. That means that happened. Even Allah, I that once. No. Once here, the will here differs than the case of like. There is difference in here. We have to differentiate between the will of Allah and the like of Allah, because Allah likes good things for us, but He gives us a chance. If the people do not accept this chance and they refuse it, as Abu Ja'had did then he make his will subhanahu wa ta'ala by putting this person to Jahannam. He knew long time ago that Abu Jah does not deserve to be a mu'min. He knew that he is having too much arrogance as Iblis. Na'udhu billah in Shaitan al he had a lot of arrogance over himself. So Allah knew that he does not deserve Jannah. So he did not allow him to become a Muslim. That's Abu jahl And also Iblis. Allah knew that I- Iblis is having a lot of arrogance, overestimating himself, so he subhanahu wa ta'ala decided that he will be a kafir, the leader of the kafir, and he will be in Jahannam. He knew, subhanahu wa ta'ala, a long time ago, before he created anything, subhanahu wa ta'ala. He knew it. But he gives us a chance. That's why we have also, we also, although the will of Allah will come, still we have a will. As he told us in his holy book, subhanahu wa ta'ala, it's up to us to accept Islam or not Islam. Because Allah will ask us for that. But He does not force us to become kafir or Muslims. He gives us a chance. He knew who will accept it or not. So He decided that this guy will see Muhammad or they will hear about Muhammad and he will like Islam and he will accept Islam. So He deserves Islam. So He will become a Muslim and He dies as a Muslim and He goes to Jannah. That's Abu Bakr as an example. And the other guy. He knew that long time ago, before he created the whole universe, that Abu Jahl will meet Muhammad ﷺ, and he will not accept Islam. He knew that long time ago, subhanahu wa ta'ala. So he decided that Abu Jahl go to Jahl. Was he unfair, subhanahu wa ta'ala, he knew that he doesn't deserve, and he was totally fair, subhanahu wa ta'ala, with Abu Jahl, and with Abu Lahab, and with the others. Okay, Yes, case of Qadr discussed long time ago, maybe we'll have this later on, inshaAllah. The case of thou is one of the cases, disliked by Allah and Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wa or forbidden. So no one comes and say, if Allah does this to me, I'll do this to him. That's really sometimes, yani, a nasty way to deal with Allah. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala does only glorification, glorification. To great, to, to feel the greatness of Allah ta'ala, the greatness of Allah ta'ala, how great He is. To be, yani, humble with Allah ta'ala. He is our creator. He is our provider. Everything in us from him, so we have to really deal with him in different way. How Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi dealt with his Ilah, Wa How? When he goes for Salah, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, he cries, he stands humbly, he puts his eyes into his place of sujood. That's khashu'at. That's the respect to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. To respect Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala, to know who He is, Subhanahu Wa Taala, the one who has all of these, the one who is sustaining the whole universe, Tabaraka Wa Taala. That's only us. if we compare ourselves to this universe, what we are, what are we? Compare yourself to Earth. How much? What's the percentage? A human being to Earth, almost nothing. Earth to the solar system, our solar system, almost nothing. You see here, small dust to the whole. Solar system. The our solar system to the galaxy. Milky Way, that galaxy. Almost a dot to the whole page. Say, this galaxy to the whole universe. Another dot. So who is controlling all of this? allah اللَّهِ wa taala, So how are we going to deal with the ilah subhanahu wa ta'ala? To be humble. To be having khushu' in our salah thinking that we are in a big grace when he allowed us to pray when we are allowed to do ibadah we are actually getting a lot and big grace just imagine now and compare yourself to that kafir who is living among the hindu's families or among the Sikh families or among the christian families or among the india families who gave you a chance to be a muslim your smartness? You are a smart head that you could, by your own hand, to give Islam to yourself? Subhanallah. Subhanallah. It is the biggest grace of Allah to give you this Iman, this Islam. Who gave you the capability to come to the masjid while some of your brothers and friends and colleagues are staying at home? Do not care about salah. Who gave you the chance to come to the masjid? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So your ibadah, actually, your worshipping is actually another grace from Allah to you. And if we thanking we are doing to Allah is also another grace. Yani, our thanking, whether by thank or by, or by action or by heart, our thanking to Allah Subhanahu wa Taala is a grace which needs also thanking. How can we thank Allah Subhanahu wa Taala? We have to continue thanking Allah all the time. Our easead is, is a grace from Allah. It's not the case if we only him about the graces. He thinks of money, he thinks of uh, sight, his hearing, his body his children. These are great, yes, but the, ma- the most important great is Hidayah. And who gave us this Hidayah? Who gave us the chance to be Muslims? Who gave us the chance to be born in, um, among Muslim families? Who gave us the chance to be capable of coming to the masjid and doing Salah? Look around you, you see. How many people are staying at home watching these TVs or satellites and so on, so on, on internet and so on? How many people are not praying that all their names are Muhammad and Ali and Abdelaziz and so on? By the way, if the people around this masjid pray in the masjid, all of them, you will not find a place for a prayer here. Especially at Fajr, everybody has no work, and who says that you have a uh, night shift? Nobody, almost little people. So if they pray in Fajr prayer in the masjid, most of us will pray outside. But these are not all They do not deserve hidayah. Not all of them deserve hidayah. That's why Allah did not give them hidayah. Did not help them out to come for salah. While you, Allah gave you the capability, gave you the grace of coming and praying with jama'ah. Following the Sunnah of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Is it this the grace of Allah? So when we come back to the case of Dawah, is it really? Is it really something acceptable that a person will make a vow to someone else? If my son passes the exam, I'll slatter a cow for such and such, calendar Baba. What's that? that? a cow or slatter something for, or give a, uh, money or qurban to such and such, grave or such and such, tree or such and such, magician or predictor and so on? SubhanAllah al SubhanAllah al so this case of, or this chapter is very important for a Muslim to understand not only as a theory but as also as a practice. When you see your Muslim brothers are doing this mistake it could lead to shirk or major shirk which is so excluding for Islam as Allah told us to look clearly Shirk is very dangerous a long time ago but this is really just to remind myself and you that shirk is a very big case. Because this is the worst thing that ever human being could do. When we associate a partner with Allah, this is shirk or polytheism. It's to associate a partner with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Whether in the ربوبية side or الروهية side or names and qualities it his side is the part of side which is happening among Muslims. So what we need actually is to save ourselves first of all. And save our families and try to save our Muslim brothers. As Allah told us in his holy book subhanahu wa ta'ala, يَا أَيُّهَا الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا قُوَهُ Your families. نَارًا وَقُودُهَا النَّاسُ وَالْحِجَارَةُ A fire which is lit with the human beings and rocks. So we, are, we need to save ourselves first of all by learning this deed of Muhammad sallallahu it, wa sallam and calling people for it as Allah told us in surah al-Asr and you remember that four conditions to save yourself from being a loser as Allah swore in the first of the in the surah wal-Asr all human beings are losers all beings are losers except those people who have these four conditions and you, have, you remember it inshallah so we need to learn to have Iman and faith, then we practice it, then we call people for it, then we will have to have patience for what we are going to suffer because of that. Because we know truly and clearly what happened to Muhammad and to the Sahaba and the Ulama and so on, good people like you, is going to happen to every one of us when we really stick to Islam, the Sunnah of Muhammad وسلم, we will be called bad badly, we will be hurted, maybe we will be fired from our work, maybe we will maybe we'll have trouble with people, just because we are in the track of Muhammad we are no better than Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam because he suffered sallallahu alayhi wa sallam for this deed. Before he was a prophet, when he was than 40 years old, he was loved by all Qurayshis and they used to call him the honest guy, the fantastic guy, al-Sadiq, al-Ameen. But when he started to call for Islam, for Tawheed, when he started to tell them that what you are doing by worshipping these gods you are happy, and so on is wrong okay, he's a crazy guy a magician crazy not only was but also they start to hurt him by dirty things in his way dirty things in him when he was, in sujood they threw him with rocks until he was, his feet were bleeding yes this is the way if we want to walk it it is not a way with flowers because this is the way of jannah the way of Jannah, As Allah name is holy book a very hard way But it will be easy for every good muslim Who wants to go through They face trouble Messenger the messenger, and the people who are following the messenger are with a lot of troubles until they feel that they yes. they have no more patience. Then Allah gives them the victory. Victory on the enemies, victory in themselves, victory to jannah. As Allah told us in the other ayah. Faz, faz means what? He had victory. Victory is not a cricket ball more match Victory is not to have lots of money or to win the enemies in football or something else Victory is to win Jannah moved away from That's the one who is having victory May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make us all part of these people Chapter is a little bit short, but it's inshallah clear enough for our brothers in here. If you have any questions, I'll be happy to hear from you. Uh, Before questions, these darts, we are making in here, and some other darts, in some other places also, I'm trying to upload them into the internet. So, if some of you want to download it, hear some of these darts, you are most welcome. The website, or the link is with uh, Brother Sheikh Imtiat, he will pass to you, Jazakumullah Khair. Any questions, I'll be happy to hear from you. Zikrullah subhanahu wa Ta'ala, that we mentioned when we discussed the case of self purification if you remember, is to do with the way Muhammad Ali did it. Istighfar as an example. Istighfar to ask Allah to forgive and shield, shield the, our, our mistake, so we will not see it. Muhammad Sallallahu used to do it more than anybody else. Sahaba, they listen to Muhammad Sallallahu making istighfar in one place, one sitting, more than 70 times. That's Zikr. Zikr after Salah. Certain way, the way Muhammad Hassan did it. Yani we, the problem is this, that we are not supposed, when we want to be good Muslims, we go and look for correct Ibadah. But we are not supposed to look for Ibadah with the people who make novelties or wrong ways. We look for Ibadah the way Muhammad did, did it. Because any Ibadah, any worshipping we are supposed to do, and Zikr uh, is part of it, has to have two conditions. Only for Allah. Only the way of Rasulullah. So only for Allah is clear. We are doing this dhikr insha'Allah for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Only the way of Rasulullah means that we do the zikr the way that Allah did it or told us to do it. After Salah he told us to do what? Astaghfirullah, 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 Allahumma antas salam, wa minkas salam, and so on. Then he said SubhanAllah 33 times. <coughs> Alhamdulillah 33 times. Allah waqar 33 times. La ilaha illallah to complete 100, that's 99 so many also liquor in the morning before sunrise and liquor before the sun sets liquor in every time of the light liquor before you get into the bathroom liquor before you, after you leave the bathroom liquor before you get into the masjid liquor when you leave the masjid some people say oh, wait wait this is too much I can't really get this off ok fine don't eat the one time You know that because this is fine life you bring a big and you make it all together you will die but take it this by Every day learn one dhikr. Two dhikr. Two hadith of Muhammad was dhikr. Every day. You find yourself after one year only that you are memorizing more than 500 dhikr of Muhammad. Sallallahu wa and if you make dhikr, if you remember Allah among people, Allah will remember, bring your name among the angels in the heavens. If you remember Allah in yourself, by yourself, Allah will bring your name by himself subhanahu wa ta'ala. And how is that? Allah, the greatest subhanahu wa ta'ala, is bringing your name among the angels. What is that when you're power, the people who making what? Love. As I told you, when we said the judgment of vows, is, it is either makroof, disliked by Allah or either it's haram. So we are not supposed to do it. Why we do it? No need to do it. As we want told to the other hadith. لا يأتي بخير. There's not bring any good. It will not change any case of the qadr. So we are not supposed to to, use, to do this. Say, so what am I supposed to do? If my son is not go to school and I want my son to go back to school I don't do vow. I just raise my hand to Allah wa ta'ala, and ask him to help my son that's the easiest way and he subhanahu wa ta'ala told us وَقَالَ رَبُّكُمُ ادْعُونِي call me I'll answer you that's the meaning of the ayah. very simple as long as we are not having any barriers of dua or injabah answering from Allah Allah will answer us but if we have barriers, like we are eating haram, then we are not going to be our du'a will not be accepted by Allah Taala. We will not be answered. as Muhammad told us in the Hadith. The, the man who is calling, and his food is haram, and his clothes is haram, so Allah will not accept his du'a. If we make our food and clothes clean from halal, then, inshallah, our du'a will be accepted. As long as we are not calling or making du'a bad du'a, I mean. I Allah to make that neighbor die. This is bad. But we say, Ya Allah, help me out. Ya Allah give me gheena, give me money. Ya Allah Taala make my son pass the exam. Ya Allah. That's it. That's what you need. Because when you do this, you are gaining two cases at the same time. The first case is that you are making to afford your son, you will pass the exam, inshaAllah. And the second thing that you are making the ibadah, and Allah will reward you for it. What are you going to do? Nothing. But if you make vow, this will not change anything. بس ما زين بس الله خايف والله ان شاء الله